Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ben Brown, and welcome to this week's edition of Late Night Reds, Sunday night here on the Riverfront, brought to you as always, Ben, by our good friends at SeatGeek. Now say, Ben, it's the last homestand of the season, you're like, man, I really need tickets for this twin series. Mm -hmm. I gotta see the tribute videos for Sonny Gray and Kyle Farmer. Oh, Where do you get your tickets? Hey, man, you go to SeatGeek and you put in our code Riverfront, and you get twenty dollars off your first order, man. It's not even. That's not even a a a question. That's not even a debate. Go to SeatGeek, get your tickets, catch the catch the playoff defining series for the Reds here with Minnesota Twins. I, I love it. You're getting so good as a pitch man. I'm very proud of you. Hey, I'm trying, man. You know, I'm trying. Dibble and dabble. Yeah. So we do have to get into some Reds conversation, obviously. Um, but there is an elephant in the room. For this weekend coming up, um, our college football teams have a uh, have quite the matchup this Saturday in South Bend, Indiana. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. As you can see over that shoulder, I fly the flag there. So yeah, and as we both know, it's been a long time since my team has won that game. A very long time. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you this: um, we played we played better this weekend. They but, did, but this is. 
this is probably one of the better Notre Dame teams that we're going to be playing against. Because yeah, uh, the kid you guys got at quarterback is dynamic. He's he's tough, and you guys have some good. You guys have some really good athletes, and uh, Marcus Freeman has done an outstanding job of recruiting and getting guys to come to Notre Dame that that play good football. Yeah, he's my guy. No matter what happens Saturday, like mm-hmm. I'm a believer. I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's great, and he's like not uptight. He's not, you know, screaming at people on the sidelines, mm-hmm. getting purple faced. I'm a believer, man. I like him a lot. Uh, it feels like people like Notre Dame more because of Marcus Freeman. They're not like, yeah, they don't have a coach I hate, so he's fine. You know, yeah. So. Well, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. You know what I mean? I think that he's kind of developed a, a um, an all inclusive culture, if that makes sense. Like he's got guys that. Are, are buying into what he's coaching and he's got guys that are believing in, in his process, which is good. And it also helps too, that, you know, he's not hateable, <laughs> you know, you root for the guy. I mean, he's, he's come a long way. He was a defensive coordinator and now he's the head coach of Notre Dame and, and he's come a long way and, and, and kind of made everybody kind of believe. Mr. Juan, you take that back right now. <laughs> you take hey, I'll that tell back. you what, Hey, Mr. Juan, listen, I, I, I mean, I for one would love that. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a Ryan Day guy, but he's, he's really getting on my nerves. Like he's really starting to bother me. <laughs> Mr. Juan says Marcus Freeman, future Ohio State coach, and we do not accept that negativity in this place. <laughs> we do not. Uh, man, isn't it wild? We were just talking about this before, like before we get one on air. This is the last home stand of the season coming up. Yeah. It's just so crazy. Like what I know we've talked about this the last few weeks, you know, as we're getting closer to the postseason. Just what an unbelievably fun year to be at the ball yard on a week summer night. Mm-hmm. Grab a beer, grab a hot dog, grab a seat, watch this team, these young dudes ball out. Um, I'm so I'm like normally at this point, like Nate and I were talking about this this week on the riverfront when I filled in. By the way, I've been on like every show this week. Are you guys sick of seeing me yet? <laughs> uh, hey, ghost gotta do what ghost gotta do you know what i'm saying but um uh, just like how much fun this year's been so i was with uh, a buddy on wednesday night and we went we were he worked for the reds and i was like man i was like i don't know what you guys did this summer besides you know the team being fun i was like but the ballpark atmosphere just switched like that like being at gabp this year like I've been there when they've had bad teams. It was so fun to go to the stadium on the on like a you know Tuesday Wednesday night, right? We've you know, but this year like you go to the stadium on a Thursday night, he's got thirty thou in there. Um, yeah. it's like, it's fun, man, and it's yeah. so cool. And like, I and the, you know what he said to me was so great. He goes, "Yeah, it was fun this year, but this is just the beginning." Oh yeah, well oh yeah, man, absolutely. Because now. Now you're going to be a team that's not going to sneak up on anybody anymore. Yeah. People are going to have high expectations. People are going to expect for us to be in that playoff hunt, you know, fighting for the central. So, you know, when your team is expected to win and you're expected to do great things, like the the people are going to buy in, you know, and I'll say this, like even with the Bengals, even though they're not playing well right now, Mm -hmm. there's still that buy-in from the fans. There's still the buy-in from from uh, your coaches. 
the the community, and that's where the Reds are sitting at right now. You know, they have several guys that could be the new face of that of that place. They have young guys. They've got young talent. They've got all of these things going for them. A couple moves here and there, and I tell you what, it, it's going to be something special. No, Mister Watt, it was not Nick Crawl that I was hanging out with. Um, <laughs> though if I would, I would definitely love to sit down and have a drink with Nick Crawl and just have a conversation about life as a general manager. Yeah. Um, because that would just be really, really fun. But yeah, like Sydney says here, um, all we've been asking for is a good competitive team. We will be there. That's a hundred percent right. I have the wrong banner up. Uh, I had Joe's up, so I'm going to go ahead and switch that out. Um, Robert asked real quick and we'll get this a week from now. Are the rest on the playoff or will they be too far back? I think they're still in, um, yeah. they're winning series. They're not sweeping which they are dropping opportunities to sweep series. They did that twice this week with Detroit yeah. and today. Um, but if you, you know, I don't think the twins are super awesome by any stretch. They're good. They're, you know, right. they're winning the AL central, which isn't saying much. Have they clinched the AL central yet? I'm pretty sure I, they haven't, I, but I'm sure they're relatively close. Yeah, they have not yet, but they're close. Let me see real quick. I know some will get to get this before I do. Um, Cause my phone's being super slow. So they are, they're their magic number six. I was gonna say, yeah, I just yeah. saw it. There's their magic number six, they're seven up on the Guardians. Yeah. Which whew, what a they basically have clinched yeah. the central. Um yep. but Robert, I, I do think they're still gonna be in the running. I think that you know this week they got these this series of twins, and then from there you've got the pirates, you got the guardians, and uh like Nate talked about earlier this week, that's stupid, stupid, stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid Cardinal series to end the season mm-hmm. is going to make or break the gosh darn playoff hunt, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's it's not fun. Um, let's get to this weekend because this was a really minus. I know today was not fun, um, but it was a really good series this weekend in Queens. Um, you know, they take two out of three. Friday, I thought Hunter. I mean, Hunter looked tremendous until. Yep. Pete Alonzo happened, but that's Pete Alonzo, right? I was gonna you say know? he happens to a lot of people. <laughs> right. No one's mad about that. Um yeah. was really good. Spencer Steer, 22nd Homer. So I, I know we've met, mentioned this, and I know we talked about this when we all got together a couple weeks ago, but and and, and the, the kid from the Brewers is, is incredible. I get that. But dude, how does Spencer Steer not get more love? You talking about I, uh, Arizona, Corbin Carroll? I mean Arizona. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corbin I mean, Carroll. Yeah. Milwaukee does have some really good rookies. But. Yeah, but but I'm like, how does Steer not get more love? Like I, I like, like he's I been tremendous. Yeah, he's been awesome. He's um, I think RBI is a stupid stat, but he does lead all rookies in the National League in RBI. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the ability that they can just they they be, they believe and he believes. If you put me somewhere on the field, I'm going to give you my best. He has played first yep. base, second base, third base, and left field this year. Um, yep. He hasn't necessarily been awesome at any of the positions, but he's been good. And um, I think that that's got to play a part for sure. I agree with you. I do believe he'll finish second in the voting. I don't really know how else it stacks up. and I haven't seen anything there, but um, Sydney mentions here, hoping McClain can come back this week. I have heard uh, from a little birdie that, well, Sadak reported it today, 
Uh, he's he was hitting off a tee, but I heard he's been running for a week now. Oh, really? So, I think it's very possible we could get Matt McLean back fairly soon. Um, who's been the best player of all yeah. those guys, and Steer's been tremendous. And I know Ellie's been up and down, but you see Ellie's ceiling every day, and you're like, oh, I can believe in this. But yeah, Friday Steer hits a huge homer. Um, Hunter Green just tremendous. The bullpen lights out again. Um, really just a great day all around. And then yesterday, um, bullpen again. Andrew Rabbit only goes three and two thirds. No problem. No yeah. problem at all. No runs given up yesterday. They were so good. So let's go through this real quick, Ben, if you don't mind. Let me pull the yeah, absolutely. Because I want to go for. I want to go through the bullpen. So Adrian Abbott goes three and two thirds, two earned runs, six hits, three walks, five strikeouts. Daniel Duarte, inning at a third, two strikeouts, no walks. Sam Mull, an inning. Fernando Cruz, two innings, a strikeout. Derek Law, an inning, two hits, and gets the save. They did not give up a hit until the ninth inning, and the bullpen had to pitch five and a third. Yeah. That's that's, that's pretty impressive. awesome. Yeah, that's impressive. And only one walk. I mean, yeah, that's that's clutch. That's huge. That's definitely um, clutch. I think Fernando Cruz is like low key super good. Maybe I'm crazy, but yeah, he gets outs. He does get outs. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely gets outs. And then today, just not a great day. Um, you know, rough day at the park, as I put it. They were really indecisive and made a lot of weird decisions on defense. You know, had a lot of uh, you know, Stevenson has a ground to double play that was really painful, yeah. And I think that was today, it might have been yesterday, whatever it was, it was not good. Um, but Joey went two for four today, had a nice double, um, that was solid. But just one of those days, the Mets weren't gonna let you sweep them at home, no. And but you take two out of three, you have a winning road trip, you go four two. And the road trip against Detroit and the Mets, you should go four and two against those teams. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want to get a sleep, but in the situation they're in, you take that. You absolutely yeah. take that. Yep. And I was I was watching uh, MLB Network, maybe Quick Pitch, and, and um, one of the, one of those people were like, "Look, when you get this close and you're down to you know wild card and playoffs, like you win ugly games, you're going to lose a couple ugly games, but you got to win some where your bullpen is strong." You got to win some where where you scrape out wins, and that's what good playoff bound teams do. So um, they they won some games where they had to lean on their bullpen. You know they won some game where they got some some key hits and key spots. So you know that's that's starting to become the norm and the expected for this team because uh, of their uh, because their ability to be there when it when it matters. Yeah, man, and it seems it's just a. I'm trying to figure out the best words to put. So right now they're a half a game out of the third wild card spot. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm sorry. They're like a half a game. They're a game behind the Cubs for the second wild card spot. A half a game behind the Diamondbacks and Marlins who are tied. And the Marlins who we wrote for dead when we saw that schedule. Yeah, we did. Yep. What do we though? We're idiots, right? Like. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jazz Chisholm's just like, oh, okay. Our schedule is going to be too hard. Let me hit Grand Slam in back-to-back days. Like, man incredible um kind of off topic here but 
Bowman Chrome just came out this week, one of the better baseball card pro- uh, products every year. Yeah. And Jazz Chisholm's card in there. He's got the throwback Marlins jersey on. It's so sweet. It's such oh, a good-looking wow. card. Um, oh, that's dope. Yeah, man. It was awesome. But, yeah, I mean, if you look at this, so you've got Minnesota and Pittsburgh this week. Then you go to Cleveland for two to round out the Battle of Ohio. Maybe we should get Quincy again next week. Maybe he can come oh, yeah. and see what's up. Uh, for the record, for you those of you who are joining, um, I mentioned this earlier on the internet, so on the to- socials, we were supposed to have Paul Yanish this week. Uh, Paul is a coach at Rice, for those who don't know. So he had to do some recruiting stuff. Um, I can't be mad at that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He did apologize and say he would like to come back on in the future, so we're working out a day we can have him on. Um, but Never fear, we will have old, old Paul Yanish hanging out with us here in the near future. Uh, he just had to go, you know, be a college coach and recruit a kid to go play baseball at Rice. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a rational excuse. Yeah, yes, it is. No one's upset about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we're yeah. going to have him on soon. Uh, so we're, we're, we're working all the dates out on that. Um, but okay, so the Diamondbacks are up on the Cubs right now, 3 2 in the sixth. Yeah. Let's see what else happened today in that area. Um, Oh, the Pirates beat the Yankees today? That's kind of funny. Um, the Marlins beat the Braves today 16-2. to Yes. I think since the Braves clinched the East, they're probably just like... They're in cruise control. Yeah, they got 96 wins. Yep, they're in cruise they're, control. Yeah. And then what the Giants do today? Let's see. Nationals beat the Brewers in 11. Cardinals beat the Phillies today. Not that really. Oh, the the Giants beat the Rockies today, eleven to ten in Coors. Mm. Yeah, that that would happen in Coors, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Yeah, Sydney asked we saw right. Joe Boyle, former Notre Dame pitcher, former Cincinnati Red, made his debut for Oakland today. I did see that. Um, must suck to have to pitch for a team that's won forty games. Forty six. Yeah. Sorry, forty six. Woof. <laughs> They're like, we're uh they're literally the real life major league. Like we're tearing this down and we're going to Vegas. Like Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what they're doing. It's woof. Yeah. Mr. Watt Not says, good. uh David Bell running bullpens to the dirt since twenty eighteen. Mm. Fair. <laughs> do they still do it all rookie team? I don't know if they, I don't know if I recall them doing that. I don't. Well, they, I was gonna say, they, I don't know if they do, but if they do, I mean, Steer McLean has to be on there. Yeah, I can, I can, I can accept Andrew Abbott. Uh, yeah, Abbott too. Yeah. Um, let's talk about a guy who won't be on there just because he doesn't have enough time, but it's been tremendous. Duvalier Marte, pro ball player. What other way to yes. describe him? So, last fifteen games. That nice little uh, 938 OPS looks pretty pretty solid. Eight runs batted in, six RBIs, 17 hits, three stolen bases, and a tank. And also, by the way, really freaking good with the glove. Yes, he is. Um, ben, I think the one thing about when we bring all these young guys up that we have not talked about, and they all have been really good, they've been competitive, they've done their job, mm-hmm. they've made things happen. Is that every time one of these guys comes up, it's like a spark. Yeah. So, you know, beginning of May, things are kind of up and down. Matt McClain comes up, spark. Mm-hmm. June, you have that really rough homestand. You got the Dodgers coming to town. Ellie comes up, spark. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and Christian Carcio Strand, Andrew Abbott. We can go down the list. Noel V. Marte was like, I heard you guys need some help with some defense. I got you. Yeah. I heard you guys got to win some games. I got you. Yeah. Um, what a really, really fun, fun ball player to watch on a daily basis. Yeah, he's been incredible. Um, the good, the cool thing about him is that it, it's 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 almost what you can say about McLean. Like, like they're just just solid players. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're guys that they get they take professional at bats. They, you know, what I mean they they come in, they do their job. They they are solid on the field. They do everything that that you're asking them to do. And it, he's another guy that you're going to be able to plug and play and solidify an infield that's already really good. So, so now you've got, you know, you have him there, you got CES McLean when he's back healthy and Ellie De La Cruz. I mean, that's four guys in your lineup that are. And one, steer. Yeah. And steer who can play both infield and outfield. So it's like, you've got four or five really good guys that, that you can have for a long time and be able to play in there. And, and Marte came in and just, I mean, he's just lit it up. I mean, he's been incredible. Yeah. This feels like he kind of it's definitely right been, in. And it's definitely been good because McLean's been out. So, I mean, you yeah. lose McLean, which, you know, we, uh, of course, killed us. I mean, because he's just been such a good a part of our lineup. But he's done such a good job where you've been kind of able to balance that out. And he's been able to take up that slack where you lose from McLean. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, obviously he did get hit in the face of the ball last week. Yes. Uh, so that wasn't fun. But uh just like, I don't care. I'm going to get some hit. I'm going to get some big old hits anyway. Yep. And it's done that. I think going into today, I think they said he's hit 437 in September. That's incredible. Yeah. So just, just awesome. Just yeah. so awesome. Um, Sydney says, too bad he's going to be sent down for Kevin Newman. We've been through this already today with Mr. Juan and his Marcus Freeman comment. <laughs> no negativity. Uh, no, no, no this negativity. Team, this team has the has every uh, a a good part of the pieces they need to make the playoffs. We get McLean back healthy, and, and we're going to be good. Yes. No negativity. No negativity. No new. No Newman. The Twins do not know what's coming when they come to GABP tomorrow. All right even though they do have Joe Ryan pitching tomorrow, who is really, really good. But that's not the point, okay? That's not the point. Um, but, yeah, Marte just fills right in. Um, man, some of the defensive plays he makes, and we get some, I'm going to get some crap for this. People are going to think I'm crazy. He's got a little Manny Machado to him. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I know Carlos, our resident Red slash Padres fan, has every right played for both teams. Um, is going to be very upset with me that and call me crazy. But Noel Marte has got a nice little Manny Machado to him, like mm. Manny Machado light right now. Yeah, I got yeah, I could see a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably going to come back to bite me in the ass, but. <laughs> No, I, I mean I can see that. I mean he's he's a, a solid hitter. He's gonna. I mean I don't know if he'll have the. He doesn't have the power. No the but... power for Ed Machado, but you know being a a, a constant two ninety three oh five hitter playing a solid you know playing a solid infield, you know I, I I mean I think that that's 
I mean, that's a lot of the reason why Manny Machado is Manny Machado, right? Yeah. Uh, and Manny Machado will be watching Illinois Marte in the playoffs this fall. There you go. So, uh, <laughs> all joking aside, um, just a tremendous player. Super fun to watch. Can't wait to see how he finishes out the regular season and leads the Reds into that wild card round. Uh, yes. We have home games at Great American Ballpark because we got to play those stupid, stinky pirates this weekend coming up. Um, actually, Iris is, uh, we're going to be at the game Sunday because Iris is going to be on the field for the Reds Rookies Parade. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. She loves going to games, man. It's fun. That's Mr. that always Juan, makes it better. Mr. Wong coming at me saying, I got a hot take. You, my friend, started the show with a hot take. <laughs> <You All right>? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wong, you did come in hot. <laughs> so. <laughs> Let me feel the good vibes. I'm a Cincinnati sports fan who roots for the Chicago Bulls and Notre Dame football. All right. I don't get to have good vibes often. Let me have my Noel V. Marte Manny Machado comp until it's not correct. In like two weeks. Yeah. Listen, he's going to be all right. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Someone who hasn't been too hot of late and seems like he's kind of hitting that rookie wall. And I hate that term, actually. I really should stop using it, but I can't help it. Uh, Brandon Williamson had a rough two starts this week against the Tigers and the Mets. Uh, total of eight innings, eight earned runs in those games, 13 hits, six walks, and only four strikeouts. So I'm not going to go in here and say I'm super worried about him uh, because I think he's kind of pitched above his ceiling a little bit. I do think he is a major league pitcher. Uh, I was just yeah. talking to Joe, J- Joe about this, Joe Farve Singh of the Bengals show. Um, and we were kind of talking about He's certainly a big league pitcher. Uh, first off, anytime a lefty's got a really nice changeup, pretty fun yep. to watch. Really fun to watch. But I'm not a thousand percent certain he's a starter. And that's not a bad thing at all. Mm. Um, because, you know, how often do you see three lefties in a rotation in the right, majors? Yeah. Um, something Nick Senzel would probably appreciate if he was playing against the Reds. But <laughs> um, I think as far as like, you know, maybe a middle middle the rotation middle of the bullpen guy fed up guy i like him a lot i think he's really i think he's certainly earned the right to be on the big league club yeah and when i say that i think he's not a starter i'm not trying to insult him though i think he believes he's a starter and i'm glad he does i'm glad he's like give me the ball every fifth day mm-hmm. but i'm not super sure when you look at who else is coming up the connor phillips and guys like that that he's the guy we're going to be counting on to throw five six innings yeah, and like you said, having three lefties in the rotation is very, very odd. Um, he would be another – he would be a great arm in the bullpen as far as giving you long relief um, because I do think he has that kind of stuff. I think he can give you two to three innings of of decent relief if you need a lefty to come in. Um, I just don't know if he has like like the stuff to be consistently good for a you know for a twenty one twenty two start season. I just don't yeah. think he has that that kind of stuff. But not to say that he doesn't. Like you said, I do believe that he is a major league pitcher. That's not what we're trying to say. I just think that his role probably needs to be adjusted because of the arms that we have coming up um, and the arms that we have now. I think he's a guy that can help us in the bullpen. Yeah, and you know I'm all for him starting through, um, you know through the rest of the season. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. He's in the bullpen now, um, especially with all the guys that are out. But yeah, I think that that's going to be a really good role for him. I think he's a guy who's going to get outs. Yep. Um, it sounds like the stuff with TJ Antone isn't as serious as it sounded when he left the game on Wednesday. Thank God. Um, yeah. 
Sounds like they Jeez. might have dodged a bullet there. Um, it's, I don't know. I haven't seen a report since then. But um, yeah. All right. There you go, Mr. Juan. B. Williamson for the bullpen. We're back on good terms now. There we We're go. Back on good terms. Um, but, you know, I think Connor Phillips definitely has major league stuff to be a starter. I don't, you know, I think that his first two outings weren't what you expected. Um, but I think he should be fine. Graham Ashcraft, I know he's out for the rest of the year, it sounds like, with along with Adolo. That sucks. Um, yeah. Gosh, we still have a lot of arms, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. we're naming, I mean, just Lodolo and Ashcraft alone. I mean, I mean, to those are Hunter. guys we don't have. Yeah. With, I mean, but those are two guys that, that, that we were counting on to have. And with, you know, like, we still have pitching either coming or, in the rotation now. So it's like, it's, 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 it's pretty, it's a pretty good spot to be in. Yeah. And there's some reports that Rhett Louder might be starting in Chattanooga next year. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, that's a big, big start for a, uh, that for, uh, you know, a guy who hasn't pitched an inning yet in professional right, baseball, yeah. um, though he did pitch a ton in college this year. Yeah. So, uh, Carrick mentioned here, they mentioned on the broadcast that Anto may be an option for the rotation next year. Stuff wise, I believe it. Yeah. I think, dude, like I said this a couple times. I said this on uh, the riverfront this week with Nate. I was really worried because we hadn't seen TJ Antone since the sticky, sticky stuff uh, busting. So, I was really worried he might be a guy that that was part of his success. Yeah. I, not saying he was cheating. It was legislated at that time. I'm not trying to say anything bad about TJ Antone. Um, I was wrong. I'm super happy I was wrong. Still, I mean, for not pitching in the big leagues for a year and a half, he's, his stuff is filthy. Yeah. So if he can go five, five, you know, five, six innings next year, if they can stretch him out and try that out in spring training and see if he can do it, I'm all for it, man. Yeah, because his stuff is nasty. Yeah, he's good. His stuff's nasty. Yeah, but um, I think B. Will is going to be a really good pitcher getting innings for this, you know, getting outs for this team. You know, he's probably got, what, two starts left this year? Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably, if they make the postseason, going to have to start one of those three games in the wild card round, you know, whether that's Milwaukee or whoever. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm really, really excited. Uh, Carrick mentioned here that he thinks Router and Floyd, the two first round picks this year, will start in Dayton with Acuna and Rivera. That's like, I'm going to Dayton two or three times a month <laughs> because those dudes are just going to get outs and they're going to want to watch. <laughs> Plus because that's a, that's a fun ballpark to go to. You ever been to a Dragons game? I have. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah, it is. It's really neat. I tell people all the time I joke. So for those who have done both um, Dayton and Louisville, the ballparks are a little, they must have had the same architects because the ballparks are set up the exact same. I don't know about uh, distance as far as like how far the wall's out, but if you're like never been to, if you've been to one and not the other and you go to the one for the first time that you haven't been to and you're like, man, I got to use the bathroom. It's over here, right? You're like, I got to get a hot dog and a beer. It's right there, right? Same yeah, exact spot. Same spot. Same spot. Yeah. So, uh, it's it's really really fun. So I I, uh, I worked in Louisville this year. I really wanted to get up to Dayton, couldn't make it work. But we're definitely gonna Riverfront's gonna be there next year for sure, doing some games. Um, I'm excited about that. And then we got Chattanooga's in the playoffs. We know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Carrick, you're the guy who keeps up with this and fills me in. Are the bats in the postseason, or are they 
trending towards making the playoffs because I know they've had a good year, albeit they've had a lot of major league players there on rehab assignment. Uh, so, Carrick, Sydney, I know you guys keep up with this far better than I do, and I should get better with it. Um, let me know so we can kind of prepare for how many playoff games we're we'll watching this year. Um, all right, here's Mr. Wants bullpen next year. TJ Antone, Alexis Diaz, Richardson Stout, Brandon Williamson, Alex Young, Sam Bowl, Lucas Rims, Reaver San Martin. I can I can get behind that. Louisville yeah. will not be in the playoffs. Okay. All right. Okay. But um I like that bullpen. Yeah. I don't know if I'm in love with Reaver San Martin yet. I think he's shown stuff um besides the fact he just looks exactly like Jimmy Butler. Uh, <laughs> uh now I can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah. Who was the point that asked me one time? I think it was Sadak. I think Sadak uh, said it to me one time, and I was like, oh. Okay. So the Lookouts will be the only minor league team in the playoffs because they clinched the first half. I don't know if I like that rule. Do you like that rule? Uh, I'm not a I'm not a big fan. Yeah. It's yeah. you know, it's cool they get to go to the postseason. I'm not gonna discredit it, but right. um it's a weird rule. All right, man. Let's talk about this week coming up. So, like I said, it's the last couple of home games, the last two home series. We got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday versus the Twins. According to at according to the at bat app, the Reds have not announced any starters yet. But the Twins are going Joe Ryan, Kenta Maeda, and Bradley Ober. Three guys I genuinely really like. Uh, yeah. Good pitchers. ESPN app has Connor Phillips. Okay. Hunter so Green probably Ryan. if he pitched Friday, he's probably pitching Tuesday. Did I that right? Yeah. No. I'm trying to get it to come up. Yeah, it says undecided. Dallas Keuchel versus undecided on Tuesday. And then, Wait a minute, Dallas Keuchel still pitches in the big leagues? Yes, and then they have Hunter on uh, Wednesday. That's what Sydney hit. Okay. Yeah. Um. Bad. Yeah. Dallas Keuchel still in the big leagues? Yes, he is. Bro, was he, when he was, was he pitch when he was pitching for the White Sox? Was he like the bat the second guy in the rotation to Mark Burley? Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, I think he was on that World Series team. One in 04, 05, yeah. I mean. Um, still, still, go, still going strong, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm really bummed that this is the second time we've had one of these big-time former Red starters come into town in this month, and they're not pitching in this series. Um, Luis Castillo didn't pitch in the Seattle series. Sonny Gray is not pitching in this series. I would have, you know, I would have wanted the Reds to win, but yeah. I would have really, really liked to have seen Sonny Gray pitch one more time. I don't know. He might pitch for the Reds next year. Who knows? That would be awesome. I wouldn't hate it, depending how everything shakes out with all these guys who are up and coming. Um, but, you know, this Twins team, they're going to win the AL Central. They're in the playoffs, obviously. It's the last series of the year the Reds are playing a team above 500. Uh, for anyone who cares about that, but um, I think uh, this is a this is not necessarily an awesome team. I'm not like freaking out about them. Yeah, though their plus ninety run differential is awfully nice. They score some runs. Yeah, they do. I'm trying to see real quick because I haven't really. I should have looked more into. So Carlos Correa has not really had a great year for them. No, nah, um, he's been awful. I know. He's on my fantasy team. Yeah, he's not been good. 
Farm Dog has a higher OPS than Carlos Correa this year. Really? Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, they've got a couple guys who can hit, but they're otherwise they're the typical twins. Yeah. They go out there, they their starters get seven innings, their bullpen takes it from there. Yep. Yeah, because the Reds have a higher batting average, score more runs, have more hits, better on base percentage. Yeah, I mean, on paper, we're the better team. Yeah, if the Reds can limit to them to a couple runs, I think they can definitely get at least two. You got to get two. You got to get yeah. two to keep in this. Well, yeah, it's to stay in the wild card. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then you got that Pirates series for the last home series of the season. I haven't had a chance to look at their projected for starters either. And we all know how I feel about that God atrocious city. That... <laughs> yeah. But that, that's one where you like, like, yeah, that's one you got to sweep. Like, I, I mean, that's one you, you have to sweep them in order to stay in contention. Yeah, they don't care anymore. They're done. Andrew McCutcheon's yeah, out for the done. season. They're like, yeah, they're done. No O'Neill Cruz this year. Like, they're just coming here just to kind of fill it out, fill out the fill out the schedule, play the games that they have to play. Got to get them. Got to yep. get them. I agree. But, man, I can't believe we're talking about the last homestand of the year. Yeah, it's wild, man. It's been such a fast summer because I've, I think it's just because I've been so invested every night. Yeah. Well, I think that's what, that's what, that's what's made it cool. You know what I mean? That, you know, the last couple years, uh, it's been July and we're like, ah, baseball's over. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and this year, you know, here we are, here we sit. We know we're a half game out of the, out of the wild card and with a young team that really wasn't expected to be there. And, and uh, the expectations are there. Like we're playing with house money right now. I mean, it's if we make it great, you know what I mean. Then it's 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 awesome. We'll, this young team gets a chance to be in the playoffs. If we don't, I mean, gosh, we know exactly what's coming back next year, um, yeah. and the league is going to be in trouble. So I mean, it's we're playing with house money, which is fun, which is a lot of fun because you have that opportunity to, you know, it's it's a great spot to be in. It's just it's just good. Michael Sparks says time speeds up when you have kids, and <laughs> that's that's definitely true. Did I learn that faster? What? Yes, that's definitely true. Yeah, that's definitely definitely wild. Um, real quick, we'll look at what the other teams have coming up this week. Um, so the Cubs have the Pirates and the Rockies this week. Oh, jeez! Come on, they've played really bad though for a couple of weeks. So hopefully, this just means. I don't think any of these teams really want this. This is like that year. Remember when the Spurs made the play in and they were trying to not make the play in and they still made it like, this is what this feels like. Um, So that's what they've got. Um, I'm not even going to look at the Phillies. I think the Phillies are kind of there. Let's see. Um, The Marlins. This is interesting. Two at the giants. I'm sorry. Diamondbacks. Sorry. Diamondbacks. Two at the giants. Then they go to the Yankees this weekend. Ooh. Hopefully, uh hopefully Aaron Boones can help his old team out before he gets fired this offseason. Right. Yeah. 
And then the you Marlins. Think you think it's a wrap? Hold on, you think it's a wrap for Boone? <laughs> yeah, I think the Boone, um, the Boone experiment's over. I think if they bring him back, Yankees fans might like the Bronx might be in trouble. I'm I'm surprised he's lasted this long. Like not this long. I'm surprised he's lasted as long this season. Like I I mean, realistically, I, I, I don't think he's been that bad. I just no, no, no. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it's the Yankees. I think that they. That's why I'm saying. Like I, like I'm surprised he's lasted this long this season. I think historically for his run in New York, he has not been bad. Yeah, like if he was like the manager of, let's say, let's say he's the manager of the Nationals, right? They're probably like, well, this guy's pretty decent. Like you know, if we get a team with this guy, we're gonna be pretty good. Yep. If he's the manager of the brewers if he's craig council people are like man this guy's this guy's got it yep. going on yep but it's just he's the manager of the yankees yeah um, i know there's some reds fans we probably would rather have him over david bell i do not agree with that just so we make sure we are clear on this but um that's neither here nor there so the marlins after sweeping the braves this week dude what the hell they get they lose four in a row no they lose three out of four to the brewers yep and they sweep the Braves. And then, so they got who the, the Braves, Mets. Who, who the Braves have packed it in. Yeah, the Braves are like, we're getting 100. We don't care. You're right. Um, the Mets and then the Brewers at home. Ooh. So, unfortunately, we got to root for the Brew Crew this week because we obviously are not catching up for the Central. Right. Um, And then right behind the Reds is the Gigantes. Who will have, as we mentioned, the two games with the Diamondbacks and four with the Dodgers. Ooh. So make or break week for the Giants for sure. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. That's all on the road. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Is that the last Dodgers home series of the season too? Because you know they're going to pack it out there. Yeah. Let's see. Let me get this up real quick. I should have had this. I, I did not have time to do like my normal stuff today. Joe, you know, just was like, I got to have you on the Bengals show today. I know everyone wants to talk about the Bengals today. <laughs> yep. Last home state of the season for the Dodgers. Wow. Who also have 91 wins. Yes. Ooh. Huh. Hmm. Let's, let's do an exercise here. All right. So at the moment, let me pull this up real quick. Just make sure I got this right. One, two, three, four. At the moment, there are four teams in the majors with 90 wins. Atlanta, the Dodgers have both clinched their divisions. And then the American League, you have Baltimore and Tampa, which they're in the same division. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which of those teams falls apart in the first round? Some team that wins 95 plus always chokes in the first round of the baseball playoffs. Well, Baltimore, uh, Baltimore. Baltimore's going to get a bye. Yeah. Um, and then so is Atlanta. And so they, they won't be in the wild card round. Mm. I, I, uh, I don't know. Something about Tampa this year. Everything yeah. they had to overcome, you know, the worst of the worst, literally. Um, yeah. I think Tampa's probably going to make a run this year. You think Tampa's it? Yeah. I just think that they, whatever they have going on, they have figured something out. Yeah. 
to lose Wander Franca, which we're not going to get into why. All right. And to be able to do what they're doing, pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive. Like everybody, if you like look at the Tampa Bay Rays on fantasy baseball and you look at their position players, everybody plays like seven positions. Yep. Like they move people around all over the place. Yeah. And that's without the shift rules. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Baltimore. You know, Baltimore believer. I think they're pretty awesome. Um, I, I, I mean, I think their team as a whole is good. I just, I, I just don't know. I just don't know when it comes to playoff time if they've, if, if they'll have enough to to make a run. But I could be wrong. Yeah. So Mr. Juan asks, who is the better manager, Bob Boone or Aaron Boone? Um, I'm going to go with Aaron Boone, but you also make a great point. Elmer Descends was his ace one year. Ooh. God, Joey Hamilton. What a name. Wow. Pull him up in the Immaculate Grid. <laughs> uh, Sydney says the Reds are next year's Phillies. I like to think that they're next year's Orioles, but I'll take this year's Phillies. Yeah. I don't know. They don't have an Adley. They've got everything else, but they don't have an Adley. Yeah. He's he's going to be an MVP. Yeah. Matt McClain might be an MVP. I don't know. Maybe I'm just way too high on Matt McClain. No. I think Matt McClain is solid. Yeah. I did too. Um, well, so, and also Carrick mentioned earlier. So, in the double-A playoffs, Chattanooga will be playing the Tennessee Smokies, the Cubs affiliate. So, Ben... Are you is that saying that we need to make a road trip to Gatlinburg for the Lookout Smoky series? Ooh, I'll never turn down a trip to Gatlinburg. I haven't been in so long since before it's, the fire. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I've actually never been to a split. Smokies game. Uh, you know what? I I think we've been to the stadium, but there were no there was no game there. I think we went down one time, went to the stadium, but the, they were out of town. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But, man, I would love to go if I could pull it off. I don't think I can. But I uh, I will find a way to watch those games. Oh, yeah. that's my last thought. I was so pissed this week. So Wednesday, they're playing the Tigers. MLB Network picks it up. Can't watch the game. Can't watch it on Bally. Can't watch it on YouTube TV because of the stupid MLB Network rule. So pissed. Oh, wow. Yesterday, I got nothing going on Saturday night. Like, you know, I didn't watch UC Miami or the Colorado-Colorado State game. I probably should have, but I didn't. That was um, Yeah, I heard. Um, I'm really disappointed when Shiloh Sanders had that 80-yard pick six. He didn't high step. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. Um, thinking I'll watch the Reds-Mets game. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. This blackout rule is freaking stupid. Hold on. It was blacked out? Even on Bally? Yep. Wow. Yep. It's like NBA League. So hold on. So our team so hold on. So our team is fighting for the playoffs and we get blacked out. Yep. Wow. I was heated. Heated. So I had to look real quick ahead. And according to the at bat app, every game this week is just on Bally. So I was uh I was very appreciative of that. Right. <laughs> yeah. But Ben, before we get out of here, 
Yes, Any sir. Any final thoughts? Um, we like you said, we got to get two out of three from the Twins. Got to sweep the Pirates. Um, unfortunately for us, uh, the teams that we're battling are are still playing pretty well. Besides the Cubs, I don't think the Cubs are playing great, but no. um, but Diamondbacks are still playing well. Um, you know, the Giants have a tough road, which is you know, the, hopefully they hit a bump in the road having to go to LA for four. Yeah. So um, it's it's looking in our favor if we come out and play well. So yeah, absolutely. But it's gonna be fun. I'm really excited to see how this plays out. So, so let's say this happens: they sweep Pittsburgh, they win two out of three, they go on the road for the final two series, the final five games with 83 wins. Let's go back to like March 23rd when I said, "Hey right. Ben, last week of the season, the Reds are gonna have 83 wins going on the road for Cleveland and St. Louis." You'd have said. Um, you're crazy. Yep. Yep. I would have said and you're absolutely it. crazy. Yep. And I deserved it. I would have absolutely deserved it. <laughs> that's incredible. I mean, I, like that's incredible. Yeah. Um, so if they do in fact clinch the playoffs, I know, um, Nate and I have talked about doing a big riverfront red like show in general, just absolutely. celebrating with everybody. So we're going to hope to get that going. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this week's episode of Late Night Reds, brought to you by our good friends at SeatGeek here on the Riverfront. As always, 20 bucks off at SeatGeek, your first time, your first purchase, just using the code Riverfront. Uh, so on behalf of Ben Brown, this is Tim Daniel. Everyone have a great week, and we will see you next Sunday. Go Red Legs. <laughs>